Thank you for joining me today for Carl Erickson's Sounds and Words, a podcast with a difference. Our guest today is author, speaker, and mental health volunteer, Virginia Pillars. Welcome. Well, thank you very much, Carl. Why don't we begin by you sharing a few words about some of your most recent pieces of writing. What would you say was the most meaningful work you've written over the past few years? Okay, thank you for asking that question. I think the most meaningful thing to me has been the book that I wrote, Broken Brain, Fortified Faith, mm-hmm. which it published three years ago this month. Okay. It, it won uh, the Sela Award in 2017 for the year's best memoir, which totally blew me out of the water. <laughs> that, <laughs> that book is, a, is tells the story of when I walked with my daughter through mental illness and how I managed to keep my faith alive during some very difficult years that our family went through. Yes. So writing that book made me look back and realize how God walked beside me through the entire four years that we, we struggled as a family. And uh, that just, it warms my heart yet to look back and, and know that um, I was not alone right. and wrote this story uh, to give hope to other families that are in similar situations because there were days when it did feel hopeless. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that has probably been the most beneficial to me to write. Have you had a lot of input from readers, um, how, it, how that book helped them or uh, gave them encouragement through difficult times? Yes, I've had quite a few interactions with my readers. Uh, have, uh, as a result of that book, visited with multiple people across the United States during their own personal crisis with mental illness in their families and was able to just be there as a support to them. I've had uh, many people tell me that they learned about the illness schizophrenia and the misinformation that they had about schizophrenia, mental health in general, Mm. before reading my book. And this shed some light on uh, what it was like for people who don't have any um, experience with it to understand, they came to a new understanding on what it is like to be the person who is battling mental illness, as well as their families who are walking beside them. Right. So I've had a lot of great input back. That's wonderful. What are some of the, the what, what are some of the major misconceptions regarding schizophrenia that stand out to you, especially in terms of um, fellow Catholics, Catholics? I will start with the biggest piece of misinformation and misunderstanding that I had myself was that the illness of schizophrenia is a lifelong sentence Mm. and there is no chance of recovery. I did not understand before my daughter came down with paranoid schizophrenia in 2005 that with proper treatment, lots of support from families and professionals, and with a lot of prayer, my daughter made it to that place we call recovery 
and she's outliving what I say in quotations is a normal life, That's meaning wonderful. she works full time, is completely independent of her parents, um, manages her own life like most single women her age. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think you can just pray away mental illness. Yeah. And uh, perhaps it's something they did to bring it upon themselves. And that is just in often, in many cases, that's not the case. There's a biological component that's going on. Prayerful support and just supporting a family going through that is so vital. Yeah. For their spiritual and emotional health as well. Right. In your daughter's case, what was the break or what what precipitated the chain of events that would lead to this um, paranoid schizophrenia? That's a a difficult question to give a solid answer to, Carl, because um, I believe in our case, the changes that were going on in her life were so sneaky, I would say, Mm -hmm. that we dismissed them as you know, part of a normal young adult behavior. Right. She was living on her own. She had a college degree uh, when it manifested in her. We noticed that she wasn't um, as happy and go lucky as she used to be. But there were so many things happening in her life that would account for that, Uh, such as, you know, a dream that she had chased didn't work out, you know. And so... um, We missed early signs that something could be wrong. And it wasn't until psychosis, meaning her auditory and um, visual hallucinations Mm. manifested, that we realized it. Yeah. Uh, In sharing your Catholic faith story, you recount the agonizing journey of caring for your daughter amidst her battle with mental illness. Would you say that you were able to offer up your pain in a sense while it was happening or did it take time for you to be able to find the good in the bad? I was able to find it during the journey Mm. and I I attribute that all to grace. Yeah. Early in our journey, I was given some reading material suggestions, which I took. I valued the source, which was a a beloved aunt Mm. who, who suggested that I read Uh, several books, which I did, I was able to find the organization called NAMI early on and received education through them, which gave me a a way to look at it that enabled me to see God answering prayers for me as we went along. Yeah. I was actually at one point able to, in my mind give her back to God because I knew he loved her more than I could ever imagine. And I was able to do that, which helped me see his handiwork going on around me. Then the little things, things like when she started taking her medicine without being forced, um, the turning point, I was even able to see that uh, one of the most memorable and Hardest memories for me I saw was God helping her to understand that she needed medication. Mm. 
So I was able to see God through it all, and I attribute that all to his grace. You wrote about feeling abandoned by God even during this time. How did you, how did you work about regaining your connection to God in his church when, after this began? I did feel abandoned and angry. Our family had been faithful all along in our married life and raised our children. And she was actually a youth minister for the Catholic Church when schizophrenia manifested in her. And so I thought, boy, that's that's not a very good thank you from God for, for what we had done. Yeah. I went back and read the book of Job. Oh, yes. Um, and watched and absorbed how Job handled it. Uh, I had had Job as a, a reading assignment when I was in college uh, in, in a university yeah. um, as a literary work. And so I went uh, back yeah. and I read Job. I also read the book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People mm. by Harold S. Kushner. Yeah. Through those two sources, I came to an understanding early on that God was not doing it to us and that he was there for me to lean on as I went through that. What do you tell people now who may be dealing with similar troubles? To focus on Jesus, to use the visual of Jesus walking on the water to the boat with the disciples, and he called to Peter to to come to him. And as long as Peter kept his eyes focused on Jesus, he was able to walk to him. But when he took his eyes off Jesus, that's when he started to sink. And so I tell people, no matter how hard it look, feels and how hard it, it, everything is going on around you, keep your focus on Jesus so that you can keep a clear vision of him and you will make it through. And even if we don't understand what's going on all around us, that he is still there for us. Why would you say there isn't more open discussion within the church concerning mental illness? Is the stigma still very much present, even at the local parish level? I would say in my local parish, people are starting to become a little bit more open about it because um, they know that I am. Hmm. But it is still a very hush-hush topic for people. There's some embarrassment going on yet. Some denial that this is really happening within a family. Oftentimes that happens, and that was the case for me. Yeah. We're, we're hesitant that people are going to judge us. Right. That maybe it was something we did to cause it, and that maybe we don't have enough faith to overcome it, and that maybe we just need to pray harder. Right. And uh, so what I believe we need to really hammer down for people to understand it these have biological basis to them. And it is no different, in my opinion, than a person who requires medication to manage their diabetes, that it, their body is lacking something, and medication can help them with that. Why people are a little more secretive about it because of the stigma that still does surround it. Right. Hesitant to come forward. Yes. 
I understand that Virginia is actually a pseudonym to protect the confidentiality of your family members. Has this been hard to maintain for you? And do you think you'll at some point reveal um, your true identity in the future? It has been difficult to maintain in the fact that I feel like it has put a little bit of a break on what I could do. Mm. It has held me back a little bit um, on being able to be more open and honest with my readers. I will reveal my true identity only upon the approval of my family. Yeah. And right now I do not have that. And they do want to stay in their private world and they know what social media can do uh, for that privacy. And they don't want that for themselves. Yeah. And, Our daughter has experienced the backlash of stigma when it was revealed what she battles. Okay. And she lost jobs twice already because of that. And for that reason, I'm doing everything I can to keep her in her private world so that her story to tell if she chooses using her given name. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what's coming up next for you? I will be speaking with a, um, auxiliary group at a hospital and speaking about my book and my journey. Okay. That's my speaking things going on. I just spoke with senior citizens a few weeks ago and that was just great. I've, so I've, I've, uh, broadened my speaking with children in schools Mm, about the importance of emotional health and also senior citizens and everybody in between. (laughs) I am currently working on writing a devotional for families who are walking the journey of mental illness with loved one, Mm. using my own experiences and how I used scripture to hang on to the promises were given through the Bible. Yeah. What is a, a spiritual challenge that you've overcome recently, opening yourself more to the light of Christ, and how did you approach that spiritual battle? Is there anything anything else that comes to mind besides the uh, journey with your daughter? There's always that uh, self-doubt hmm. that comes along with writing. We have a tendency to compare ourselves to other writers, right. other authors, uh, so there's there's a lot of self-doubt and wondering what's next going on, but I just try to use my own advice and keep my focus on Jesus and know that when it is his will that the next things will happen in my life, that I just need to hang on for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, how would you say that your strength uh, your faith strengthens you in the work that you perform, both uh, you know, at home, caring for your family, as well as uh, outreach with the community and other Catholics. I feel like, and uh, because I am Catholic, and I attend Mass at least for a minimum of once a week, more often if I can get there. Mm-hmm. When I receive the Eucharist, I have received Jesus in, within me. And that when I'm out working with other families, speaking with them, I am taking Jesus with me. And I pray that 
he uses me as his instrument to give those families what they need right then and there. Yes. And I think how Elizabeth, when she found out she had, was carrying the Christ child within her, the first thing she did was rush to Elizabeth to be of help. Mm, that's and so right. I think about that, that I have Jesus within me and I should be doing the same. Yes. Amen. Um, well, Virginia, that's, that's, uh, that's all the questions we have. And I really appreciate you coming on Sounds and Words today. This has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much, Carl, for the invitation. And I appreciate getting to visit with you. And you too keep up in interviewing and spreading God's word.